0: Hello again, everyone. Welcome to Barto Sports Zone. It's time to get in the zone with all the game from Barto Sports Zone. I'm your host Charles Wilson. I'm joined today on the Zoom connection by Jackson Hyde. We have Mike Garcia and Alan Sanders back in our WVHF studios. We'll hear from Brad Stevens and Nick Sullivan, maybe even Matt Santini a little later on this morning. So we welcome you to Bartow Sports on this morning. On today's show, we'll visit with Matt Montgomery of the Woodland Wildcats baseball program and Kyle Tucker of the Cartersville Purple Hurricanes baseball team. Then the BSC team will discuss our St. Angelo's tournament brackets. We'll also provide you with a spring sports update and maybe even jump into some MLB baseball, the Hawks and Falcons in that final hour. So we hope you'll stick around for the next couple of hours. And we're glad you've joined us. And we remind you that we're brought to you in part by Styles Auto Care, Elite Stone Supply, Latitude Blue, St. Angelo's Pizza at Lake Point Station, Derek Strange, your Edward Jones financial advisor, first class collision center, three-way campers, Johnny's New York style pizza, Wilson pools, and all-star roofing. So let's not waste any more time and let's jump right over to our Zoom connection, connected up with the phones this morning. We've got Matt Montgomery of the Woodland <clears throat> Wildcast. Good morning, Coach. Good
1: morning. Thanks for having me.
0: Yes, sir. Glad to have you here with us on Bartow Sports. Let's also say hello to the guys back in the studio, Alan and Mike, for joining us this morning. Good to see you guys again.
2: Good morning. Looking forward to some more baseball this afternoon.
0: Yeah, we've got uh, all of that going on. And then Jackson Hyde on our Zoom connection as well. Good morning, Jackson. Uh, Good morning, gentlemen.
3: Good morning to you too, uh, Alan. Well,
0: here we go. Uh, welcome back to the zone, Coach Montgomery. Welcome back to Barto Sports Zone. Right now, 7-9 and nine on the year. An 0-4 and start in Region 7-5A, but all four games have been against highly ranked teams in your classification, Class 5A, Blessed Trinity, and Cartersville. Uh, you've also played some really high-quality non-region opponents during the non-region portion of your schedule. So, uh, the record probably not where you want it to be right now, but you, you've got your team set up for a, a playoff
1: run here. Well, you know, as we always tell them and we do the, when we do our non-region schedule, we make it hard on purpose. You know, we kind of talked about that last time, uh, trying to get them tested before games that matter. You know, when you know, you're going to play. The teams in our region are going to be some of the best that you, you know, best, some of the best in the state, best in our classification for sure. So, uh you know, I don't worry about the record until it, until it matters. Uh, but yeah, like hopefully, like we said, we've, we've been in games. We just have to clean up a little bit of mistakes or not executing stuff like that. And then I think we can, you know, got a chance to to turn around and, and finish strong. You know, going back to my own coaching days, I always
0: talked about, you know, if you're, if you're playing folks that you're going to be able to handle pretty easily uh, sometimes you don't reveal where your weaknesses are until it's too late. So playing a tougher schedule always gives you an opportunity to reveal where you need to improve.
1: Absolutely. I mean, especially this game, our, you know, our game is about dealing with failure and dealing with adversity. And uh, if you don't have it, you're not creating adversity for the kids. They don't know how to handle it when it when it does matter. And, uh, you know, I mean, like we said, we always – and we talked a good bit about that last time. We uh, want them to be in uncomfortable situations – Early and be in those games, you know get our mistakes exposed and our our faults exposed so we can we can fix it and then uh, you know hopefully be playing our best baseball at the end of the season.
0: well, let's touch on it for just one more moment here. you know as a head coach and you're doing the scheduling in the off season, how do you reconcile playing that challenging schedule uh, and where wins might be more difficult to come by and 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 balance that with the building of confidence by collecting
1: wins. Well, I mean, you know, even you can't let the scoreboard dictate your, you know, dictates your your how you go about yourself or how you, uh, you know, how how you do things. Uh, you got to set that, you know, early before we ever play and, and then you know, you just communicate that with your kids to say, yeah, you know, your, our record may not be, you know, ten to two when we're playing this this year, but you're going to be ready. You're competing, and you you celebrate. You know, you you can create confidence by you know, when you play a good team and you, and you may lose, you know, like knowing that, Hey, with, if we fix those one or two things that we didn't do, or we don't make that mistake or we execute that one or situation. Now we are, you know, we are being that team. Um, uh, you know, I think when you're and our, and our kids have bought into that a, a good bit saying, you know, it takes that too. And them saying, all right, yeah, I get that. Like, you know, we're playing these tough teams every, you know, playing three, three tough teams a week, you know, your body's hurting, you're sore, you're not, you know, you don't have that time where you can kind of lay back. It's, uh, yeah, but they also, you tell them, that's how region's going to be. You know, you play Blessed Trinity three games, it's going to be it's going to be tough. And last week, you know, we got a, the rain and trying to move the game up Thursday. And uh, there weren't umpires available for anybody. It was a whole fiasco in the whole region. And then, uh, so we're trying to play it on Thursday. And they can't, can't play it on Friday because of rain. Not sure if we're going to be able to play it at our place and end up having to go to, you know, to Blessed Trinity again and play at 5 o'clock on a Saturday. You know, that's, that's a lot of adversity. Uh, so we try to put them through that before you get to region because you know it's going to be like that in the region so you want them to feel tired and have to play through it you want them to be out to compete in tough situations and be in those those high impact plays uh before you get to region and it matters if you keep playing or you're turning uniforms and everybody else is we're visiting with
0: coach matt montgomery head coach of the woodland wildcats baseball program when we come back we'll talk about some of the highlights of this year so far for the wildcats and we'll Dive into tonight's doubleheader as well with Cartersville for the Wildcats. So stick around. You're listening to Barto's Sports Zone.
4: Wilson Pools has been your swimming pool expert for 55 years. Same name, three generations of the same family. This is Lee. Come by and see us at 109 South Dixie Avenue in Cartersville, the blue beach house with the bright yellow door. Or call us at 770-386-3324 for all your swimming pool needs. Free water testing, weekly service construction repair. We make swimming easy. To WilsonPools.com, Wilson Pools on Facebook.
0: If you're thinking about retirement, you likely have questions. How do you make your savings last? How much should you take out and when? You're ready for retirement, but are your finances. Your Edward Jones financial advisor, Derek Strange, can help you build a strategy to help make sure your finances keep up with your long-term needs. You've done what it takes to get there. Now it's time to make the most of retirement. Call 770-386-4545 to schedule an appointment today. Edward Jones, member SIPC. Elite Stone Supply can meet all your needs for outdoor supplies and power equipment. But did you know we repair and service small engines? From string trimmers to lawnmowers, Elite has the experienced tools and service to keep your equipment running. Elite Stone Supply with Husqvarna mowers, high sun ATVs, premier buildings, and superior trailers. We have it all at 9 Baker Road and Joe Frank Harris Parkway just north of Cartersville across from Racetrack. Online at EliteStoneSupply.net. Happy Friday, everyone. Welcome back to Bartow Sports on Charles Wilson here along with Jackson Hyde, Alan Sanders, and Mike Garcia back in the WBHF studio. And we're visiting with Matt Montgomery, head baseball coach of the Woodland Wildcats. Coach, uh, you're over halfway through the regular season now. I know you've learned a lot about uh, the characteristics of this team just give us some pluses and minuses right now. What have been some of the highlights that you've seen so far that made you think, hey, we could do some damage in region play in the state playoffs, and then maybe what are what is an area or two that you feel like you really need to work on?
1: Um, well, I think our pitching depth this year has been a, been a, a pleasant surprise. Uh, had a lot of question marks going in. You know, we knew we had some guys that were good uh good arms and had good stuff, just didn't have a you know a whole lot of experience. Um, and so trying to, you know, a lot of kind of question marks of how that was going to shake out, who was going to be feeling what role and all those kind of things. And uh, I mean, we've had a lot of guys go out there and throw quality innings this year, you know, uh, in, in the past, you know, I felt like we kind of had to ride a couple people, people. We don't really have that situation anymore, um, which is, you know, a good thing that you, if somebody doesn't have their stuff, you know, there's somebody to turn to that's going to come out and, and it's shown that they can, they can come out when unexpected or come out in a moment and and pitch against good competition, uh, which is great for this year. And going to continue to be great for the future. Uh, Then we've got, yeah, having that and two guys that have been kind of hurt and hadn't been able to pitch a whole lot. uh, Rowan Billings who had an arm injury last year and is kind of coming back and starting to throw a little bit. And then uh, Tori Foss, who uh, was was a quarterback on the football team and tore his ACL last spring, he got released to pitch. So he's been kind of working really hard on his, on his leg strength and, Uh, coming back and being able to throw for us, you know, at at the back end of the year. Um, So, I mean, I think that's been good. I think our, you know, there's been times we've shown we can swing the bat well, um, but we've got to not be so streaky on both sides, I think offensively and defensively. You know, sometimes we we struggle to throw the ball over the plate, and given, you know, when you give good teams free bases, they're going to make you pay. Uh, Same thing at the plate, when you kind of, you know, when we when we get going and we're we're good, uh, we can be pretty good. I think sometimes we're pressed a little too much or try to do a little too much things and, and try to worry about the outcome a little bit more than the process of what we're doing. when We get in there, so I think we you know we sure. clean those two things up. You know, high school baseball's you know pretty. It, I won't say easy or simple, but uh, you know, you, you throw strikes, you make routine plays, and you hit the ball hard. You know, good things are going to happen more than they don't. Simple in theory, sometimes difficult
0: in execution, we all understand Absolutely. that. Let's talk about the Blessed Trinity Series last week. I know uh, you didn't pick up a win there, but by my count, I think they threw six different guys at you who will pitch at the next level. And then uh, one other guy, this gun, one of the nation's top football uh, recruits out there, so they throw a Georgia commit in Jake Lanke at you, a Georgia Southern commit and Porter Bursima. Uh, They throw Justice Haynes, the football player, and then they come back with Parker Spring and Oglethorpe commit. And then they've got Evan O'Neill, who's an Indiana Hoosier commit, and another guy that's going to JUCO over at Wallace State, Dothan. They just come at you with arm after arm. And I know we've got some Cartersville fans listening this morning. They're about to see that Blessed Trinity team next week. Uh, that's, That's a pretty unusual group they've put together as far
1: as those arms are concerned. Uh, yeah, it was pretty impressive. Um, you know what? It's you didn't get you didn't really get a break. No matter you, you know you thought you had something going, they bring somebody in the bullpen, and you know they're just as good as the one they ran out last time. So, you, but I mean, you kind of know that you know that going in, and it goes back to that non-region. We're trying to play people with great pitchers uh, to see some of that. You know, if you don't see that before, you're going to be lost, and it makes it tough to score runs. Um, obviously, those guys are going on. You know, there's there's college coaches that want to pitch on their staff for a reason, so. Uh, you know, going into that, you know that you're gonna have to execute, and you know those biggest thing with with those guys, is they're they're commanding their off speed well, you know, so when they're to do a good job keeping you off balance, and uh, you know, they're they're throwing two or three pitches for strikes, it makes it makes it real tough on the hitters. So, uh, you know, when we go in there and we don't necessarily do that on the mound. Uh, I'll you know walked a lot of people uh, on our our side, but with, you know. It's not going to when they're doing that and they're not. It's not going to not a recipe for success. <laughs> uh, but credit for our sure. kids for staying in the game. I mean, like they fought, they battled, and that's something that our our team showed time and time again that you know this group's not going to. They're not going to give up. They're going to fight. You know, they never out of it. And uh, yeah, like I said, credit to us. We made some plays on defense, made some key pitches when we needed to, and uh,
3: kept us in all those games pretty much uh, for the most part. Yeah. Jackson, you want to jump in here? Yeah. Uh, good morning, Coach. Coach, we hear good about uh, uh, on sports on Barto Sports Zone uh, on the Facebook and in the newspaper about all your big stars, your guys that are leading your team and hitting your best pictures. Tell us a little bit about maybe a couple of the behind-the-scenes guys, a guy maybe that comes in the pinch run here or makes a good play on defense. Somebody that's uh, kind of stepped up for you behind the scenes a little bit.
1: Um. Yeah. I mean, it was several. I feel like we're still. You know, we, we did a lot of moving around, moving parts, and having having people that can play and some
3: depth. You know, building
1: depth. Um. You know, the top of the lineup's been pretty similar. Yeah, you know, the whole the whole year. But uh, I mean, there's been some guys that had to kind of go in on the last minute. You know, Kobe Barrett's a, a junior for us that really hadn't played since a freshman. He he broke his arm in the fall last year and then came out for tryouts and. Got cleared, came out, fell down, and broke it again. So uh, we hadn't really seen him since he's a freshman, and he's come out and played infield, and pitched a lot for us uh, in some big situations. Uh, came in one of those those blessed Trinity situations with I think bases loaded and one out, and I think gave up sack fly, and that was it. And then through, you know three innings in relief. He's thrown a good bit for us. Connor sturmer has been a sophomore that's come up, stepped up pretty good. Uh, Mason Williams another sophomore that's been playing for us. That you know one of the, some of those are not the expected ones that have been in the line, you know we got several that have been in the lineup since they were freshmen. Uh, you know the the Chase Carson and Shaka Porter, Julian Wright. Those guys have been playing for us for a while. Uh, some of these younger ones stepping up in big situations have been been a pleasant surprise.
0: Coach, we're down to the last couple of minutes here on Barto Sports Zone in this segment. You're in the midst of this Cartersville series. You got behind seven to nothing on Tuesday night, but uh, you put up some resistance in that final inning.
1: Yeah, uh, I mean, even talking to our kids, they kind of said the same thing. They felt like they kind of came out pressing a little bit. Uh, you know, they've played with these kids. They know, you know, they, they know who they are and they've heard names and all this kind of thing. So, uh, yeah, that was one of those games where cars were executed. We didn't sort of, uh, we cleaned up, you know, we wanted to clean up our walks and, and on the mound. And I feel like we did that, you know, Austin Sanders and Aiden and uh, Rowan Billings, all three pitched. I think, you know, we cut down our, our walks, which is a good thing. Uh, but we left like nine guys on base. Uh, so when you do that, and then when you look at, you know, Carsville had the two two big doubles that scored the four runs in the third. And then after that, it was kind of one, you know, the sack fly here, a base hit here, and they had guys in scoring position. And that was sort of the difference uh, when, you know, they, them doing that and us leaving guys on or, or sort of how it got away. And then, but like I said, our kids have shown they'll fight, you know, we're down seven to nothing in the last inning, and we come back and score four and make it a game. Uh, we just can't, you know, you can't wait that late to get started. Well, we wish you lots of luck this evening. We'll
0: have the game here on WBHF, so we hope folks will make it out to the ballpark to watch or pick it up here on WBHF. Time for our next break this morning. We want to thank you again, Coach Matt Montgomery of the Woodland Wildcats. Thanks, Coach. Thank you, guys. If you're like most people, your home or business structure is your biggest investment, and your roof is its first line of defense. When storms or just the natural wear and tear of time, create issues for your roof gutters, deck, or other outside structure, call on the licensed and insured pros at All Star Roofing. With free same-day inspections and estimates, contact All Star Roofing at 678-245-9658, visit us at 30 East Main Street in Cartersville, or find us online at allstarroofs.com.
5: Hey guys, here at Johnny's New York Style Pizza, we understand that you have plenty of dining options. That's why we are committed to providing the best service we possibly can, maintaining a family-friendly atmosphere, and providing our customers with the freshest ingredients, including local produce and dough that's made daily. So whether you're looking for a slice, a fresh salad, a New York Style sub, or perhaps a pasta dish... Johnny's Pizza is your place. Stop by and see us.
4: Styles Auto Care has earned your trust in Cartersville and Bartow County since 1965, and they promise to respect your vehicle as if it was their own. The collision specialists at Styles will make repairs with speed and efficiency, always with your safety in mind. Styles works with all insurance companies, their work is guaranteed, and they'll communicate with you every step of the way during your repair. Styles Auto Care, 1261 West Avenue. Where they can do everything for your vehicle except sell it. Give me fuel, give me fire, give me that which I desire.
0: Hello friends, welcome back to Bartow Sports on Charles Wilson here along with Jackson Hyde on the Zoom Connection, Mike Garcia and Alan Sanders. Rocking away back in the WBHF studios, and we welcome in our next guest of the morning, Coach Kyle Tucker of the Cartersville Purple Hurricanes. Good morning, Coach. Good morning, Charles. Thanks
6: for having me on.
0: Absolutely. We were teasing you off the air. You're a little overdressed for this show. We're all in our T-shirts, and you're in your shirt and tie there this morning on the Zoom
6: connection. We'll give everybody the visual out there. <laughs> well, I wasn't teasing when I told you it's a big deal to be on Bartow Sports Zone. Um like I told you off the air, man, I like watching Packer and Durham, and you're, you, I don't know how much you see it, but, uh, you know, West Durham gives Carter a lot of shout-outs on that show. It's pretty neat. Uh, but, no, big day, so I had to dress up be on Bartow's Sports Zone.
0: He's been a a very uh, kind person to this show and our radio station, been a very good uh, guest at times uh, with us. And I see him playing a little golf out at Carsville country club from now and uh, now and again, let's talk about the purple hurricanes though. Off to another great start uh, now ranked, I believe number three by the latest Georgia dugout club poll nine and three on the year two and O in region games. Uh, but those uh, two, Region games have kind of been the only games you've gotten in over the last couple of weeks. That has to be
6: a little frustrating. It is, but our, our guys have handled it well. You know, we, we went over to Woodland Tuesday. They were excited because they were just like, Coach, we just want to play. And uh, it's, nobody, it's out of everyone's control. We couldn't finish the Calhoun series because of weather and some other things. Uh, we'll make that up in a couple of weeks. But, yeah, I mean, we've played, um, I think, two baseball games in like the last 17 days. Um, so, and we're gonna play two tonight. So that's good. We're gonna play two at about five hours um, later on today. Uh, but yeah, it's it's been a challenge, and try to keeping your your hitters sharp and your pitchers ready. Uh, but the kid the kids are doing a great job, um, and 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 just taking everything and try day by day and continue to work and 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 getting ready to play. Yeah, and looking forward to uh,
0: more action tonight. We'll have the games, both of those games here on WBHF later on this evening. So we hope folks will make it out to the ballpark, uh, first of all. And if they can't make it to the ballpark, they can follow along uh, with our radio coverage. Uh, You had uh, a series opening 4-2 to win over Calhoun back on March the 15th. That's what we were just talking about. Uh, Ryan Johnson and Phillip Schiltz uh, combined to limit those Yellow Jackets, uh, who are themselves ranked number five in the state, those two pitchers have been really solid for you in the early
6: going. Yes, they have. Um, you know, very pleased with, with both Ryan and Phillip. Uh, we played two region games, and I think, you know, over the 14 innings, I think the two of them um, have thrown 13 of them. And uh, really, that, that's just by virtue of the day of the week the games were played. Uh, you know, we kind of uh, – our pitching coach, Asa Williams, who's an absolute star – uh in the coaching ranks is so sharp but he's so serious about arm care he's got our guys on a schedule of when to bullpen when to do recovery when to throw in the games and uh it's really by the day of the week so just by virtue of us playing on one tuesday and then not again until the next tuesday it was really there to uh, their you know days to throw for those two young men um uh, but we've got some other other guys that'll that'll start um on the mound today in the two games Yeah, hopefully we'll get to that in just a few minutes. Of course,
0: that Calhoun series got cut short by weather. Uh, Still two games to go against the Yellow Jackets. Uh, I'm just going to ask any word yet on uh, when that doubleheader or those two games will be rescheduled, and then has that reshuffled your spring break schedule in any way?
6: Uh, So to answer the first question, yes, the doubleheader at Calhoun has been rescheduled for Thursday, April 7th, um, which was two weeks from yesterday. So, we'll go play that doubleheader that day, which is actually the first day of the Battle for Barto tournament. But, as you know, region games take precedent. So, sure. um, our schedule got reshuffled a little bit in the Battle for Bartow, and some other times got changed. Nobody's opponents changed. Basically, the game we were supposed to play Thursday will now be played that Saturday. Um, and it's we're still kind of getting some logistics worked out on that, but likely going to be played at Richard Bell Field on Saturday, April 9th. Um, so... We'll play Calhoun twice April 7th. We'll play a doubleheader again the next day in the Valley for Barton. We'll play a single game on Saturday. So we'll play five games in three days on the back end of spring break.
0: Sounds a little daunting, but uh, at this point, when we were just talking, you've only played a couple of games in like 15 days. Uh, You're just ready to get some baseball in.
6: We are, you know, we are ready. We're ready to play. And and listen, you know, you can play 30 games in the regular season. and right now, with the reschedules and makeups, we've got 29. And that's just – we want our young men to be able to play their full allotment of games and, you know, get it bats and innings pitch. So, uh, we'd love to get it to 30. I don't know if that's going to work out. But right now, we're, we've got it scheduled for, for 29 games.
0: Very good. Tuesday was the series opener at Woodland. Uh, of course, you came back with those same two pitchers that we talked about, closed it out with Jeffrey Gore. Um, Real quickly, before we go to break, who gets the nod tonight to start those two games in the doubleheader?
6: Yeah, we'll uh, we'll start Caden Carroll in the uh, 5 o'clock game. Uh, done a real, really good job for us uh, this year as a junior, and then we'll go with uh, Colt McKibben uh, in game two on the mound.
0: Very good. We're visiting. With Coach Kyle Tucker of the Cartersville Purple Hurricanes, we'll have their doubleheader tonight with Woodland right here on WBHF. And we'll talk some more Purple Hurricanes baseball when we come back on Bartow Sports Zone.
3: This
7: is Ivy Jordan at Latitude Blue, and we're here to help open or maintain your pool.
0: Need weekly or biweekly cleaning and maintenance? Let's get you scheduled. Call 678-757-7150 or visit our store under the bridge at 1 West Church Street in Cartersville. Latitude Blue, bringing families together one backyard at a time. Good morning. Welcome back to Bartow Sports Zone. We're visiting with Coach Kyle Tucker of the Cartersville Purple Hurricanes. We also want to thank Coach Matt Montgomery of the Woodland Wildcats for joining us in the opening half hour this morning. Coach Tucker, uh, your, your team took a 7 to nothing lead Tuesday. Kurt Bonner had a pair of doubles at the top of your order. Jake Brassfield and Jacob Ray were productive at the plate, and Hank Smith and Blake Sutton also drove in runs. Uh, pretty good. Pretty
6: good start to that
0: series for the Purple Hurricanes.
6: It was, and, and listen, we needed to score, and we, we told the guys we're, we're going to have to score. Uh, been very impressed. Uh, you know, it was first time to put eyes on Woodland. Very impressed with their team, and you know, Coach Montgomery doing a great job, and knowing him, you know, really a great portion of my life. So that's not a surprise to me that they're going to be uh, a good baseball team. They've they've got some big wins uh, already this season. Battle, Blessed Trinity, really tough in that series. And as you saw, you know, we went up seven to nothing. And, man, we needed all of them because uh, they came roaring back in the seventh and we were really close to, you know, getting the tie and run, uh, you know, if not up to the plate on deck. And that makes you, you know, nervous. There's no clock in baseball. So uh, they kept coming. So it was a good game, and I expect two good games today. Something about that 21st out, too, that's always the most difficult, Coach. We found that out. We 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 found that out this month. Uh, you know, over at Lake Point against Ringgold, we were up I, maybe two runs. I can't remember um, going to the seventh and just couldn't get that final out and uh, lost the lead. And that one came back one at the bottom of the seventh. Uh, but you know, we'll keep battling and uh, we'll, we'll we'll you know hopefully have success as the year goes on. I know you've talked
0: with us already a couple of weeks ago on Bartos Sports Zone about the competitiveness of this particular group. Your offense has been able to put some pressure on opposing defenses, though. Even though when you haven't had those four or five hit innings,
6: yeah, we you know we've got some we've got some heady base runners. Um, we've got some speed in our lineup. I mean, we, we're we're not you know um, going to get confused with uh, you know I don't know what big league team comes to mind that steals a ton of bases, but you know we we, we got to be smart and uh, pick and choose when we can run. But we got some guys that are that are older that have played a lot and kind of understand when to take chances, when not to. And, uh, you know, you, you can play good offensive baseball without getting 15 hits. Obviously, we'd love to do that. Uh, but just like you said, compete. Fight at the plate. Battle. Compete. You know, if you got a walk, get hit by a pitch. Put the ball in play. Whatever you can do. Uh, and and uh, Drew Rothschild, who's a great leader on our team, he kind of comes up with this thing. He tells everybody, hey, pass it to the next guy. Pass it to the next guy. And our team's really taking that. Hey, you do your job. You get on base. And the next guy's going to knock you in. And it sounds old, it sounds cliche, but it's true. And it works in baseball, and our guys have really uh, embraced that kind of motto and embraced working to go make it happen in the games.
0: We touched on uh, some of the guys at the top of the order, and you touched on on uh, Rothschild there. Pick out another guy or two in the order and tell us about their attributes and what makes them special to this lineup.
6: Well, I think one guy that jumps out right now is Jacob Ray, um, Jacob had a great football season and it was fun to watch him as a wide receiver. He's very athletic. And when kind of given some opportunities at the plate, uh, that athleticism has shown because he can hit the baseball hard, but then he, he, he can really run. Um, so he's off to a really good start for us in the region. i uh, been impressed with him. And then, uh, you know, the other night, Blake Sutton and Jake Brasfield, who've been in our lineup for two years, um, down at the bottom of the order, not, not for any reason other than just keeping some balance in the lineup, and uh, the three of them got our huge inning going. We had a big three-run inning that was obviously the difference in the game. And uh, Jacob singled, stole the base. Blake singled, and then uh, Brass hit a th- uh, two-run triple. Um, so, and then Kurt I think followed up with a double. But you know those seven, eight, nine right there
0: were big for us on uh, Tuesday. We've talked about Johnson and Shilts at the top of your pitching rotation right now, and the, what con- contributions they've made. I want to give you a chance to talk about some of these other arms. Give us a little bit about what we'll see out of these other arms as you move deeper into the region schedule.
6: Yeah, so like Caden Carroll start the first game. Uh, junior Force is off to a really good start and has pitched really well. Uh, had a real good showing over in Hoover against Denmark, who's top 10 in 7A um, through a complete game against them. Uh, but he takes his work very seriously, and he's already, you know, kind of wipe that out of his mind. He's already on to the next one. Very impressed with his maturity, his first year on the varsity, but he's very serious about his work and and going on to the next start. And then Colt McKibben, who's pitched a lot for us, the senior, is going to start the second game. Lefty, um, another one that's, you know, very cerebral in his, uh, uh, the way he attacks the game. And then you got uh, Tyler Williamson got in for the first time out of the bullpen the other night. He got a, um, a thumb injury, but he's back, fully healthy, ready to go. Cal Goss, Colin Eaton guys that have come out of our bullpen and thrown well. So, I mean, Jeffrey Gore, you mentioned, has been great out of the bullpen. Um, So, Drew Rothschild's pitch, Paul Gamble's pitch. So, we've got some guys um, that we can go to uh, if needed out of the bullpen today. Just
0: just sitting there on ready to go. Jackson, you wanted to jump in here.
3: Coach, you've been part of probably one of the most successful baseball programs uh, in the state now for a long time with Cartersville. Have you been in a tougher region than you're in this year with the arms and the teams that you're going to face with Calhoun, Blessed Trinity, and obviously Woodland being uh, more competitive than I, I,
6: I would probably say no. And, and we play three game series now. And this is the second year we play three game series. So that means you got to play Blessed Trinity three times. You got to play Calhoun three times. You got to play Woodland three times. You got to play Cass three times. You got to play Hiram, everybody three times. Um, 10 or 11 years ago, we were in it with Alatuna and Ringgold, and they both had, you know, Division One arms, but you didn't play those teams three times. And so when you throw in, having to play every three times, everybody three times, I would say this probably makes it the toughest. And, uh, and like you said, listen, <laughs> uh, I'm not saying it because we're playing them. Woodland's got a really good team, and I think they've got a lot of uh, success coming to them this year. So, I mean, this is – we played Calhoun once. Uh, we got a battle tonight. Um you know, we play Blessed Trinity next week. And we can worry about that monster next week. Um, it's it's a tough region.
0: Yeah, and we were talking with Coach Montgomery. I don't know if you were listening. Blessed Trinity, I think, threw seven different arms at him that are already committed to play at the next level. So they match you up uh, pretty well from the pitching standpoint.
6: Listen, but I told somebody Blessed Trinity's water boys are committed to D one schools. I mean, they, just, <laughs> they they got them everywhere. I Man, they they are they are a
0: talented team. Well, Coach Tucker, it's always a pleasure, and we appreciate you joining us here on Bartow Sports Zone again this week. Thank you, guys. Enjoyed it as always. Well, good luck with the doubleheader tonight. We'll remind you again, we have Cartersville taking on Woodland this evening, a doubleheader here on WBHF. If you can't make it out to the ballpark, we hope you'll jump in there and tune in and listen to all of our Broadcast coverage here on WBHF. We're up on our next break on Bartow Sports Zone. We'll take this time out. And we'll be back with more of BSZ. First Class Collision Center knows when damage occurs to your car or truck, the repair work has to be perfect. Your insurance company may recommend a repair shop, but let First Class give you a no-obligation quote just to make sure your best interests are at the core of the repairs. Specializing in vehicle service, mechanical repairs, body work, and big trucks too, First Class uses all factory equipment for your specific make and model. First Class Collision Center of Cartersville, online at First Class Collision G. If you're like most people, your home or business structure is your biggest investment, and your roof is its first defense. When storms are just the natural wear and tear of time create issues for your roof or gutters, call on the licensed and insured pros at All Star Roofing. With free same-day inspections and estimates, contact All Star Roofing at 678-245-9658 or call 770 655 or find us online at allstarroofs.com.
7: Hey folks, this is Sean from St. Angelo's Pizza Next to Lake Point Sports I don't know about you, but nothing goes better with Bracketology and March basketball Than a hot pizza, delicious wings, and our award-winning knots All month long, check out our tournament winner And pizza of the month The Pesto St. Angelo for just $9.99 And for you wing lovers, you know wings aren't just for football anymore. They're the foundation of any good basketball party, and we have our own sweet 16 flavors to choose from. So come watch with us or order online at stangelos.com. That's S-T-A-N-G-E-L-O-S dot com.
0: Welcome back, everyone, to Barto Sports Zone, brought to you in part by Styles Auto Care, Elite Stone Supply, Latitude Blue, St. Angelo's Pizza at Lake Point Station, Derek Strange, your Edward Jones Financial Advisor, First Class Collision Center, Three-Way Campers, All-Star Roofing, Wilson Pools, and Johnny's New York Style Pizza. We want to thank our guest in the opening hour this morning, Woodland Baseball Coach Matt Montgomery, and the coach of the Purple Hurricanes baseball team, Kyle Tucker. We want to thank those guys for joining us this morning on Bartow Sports Zone. And uh, we want to mix things up just a little bit this morning with our segments. Typically, we jump right in and do the local sports update for the spring sports, but uh, we've got uh, our Bartow Sports Zone team member, Brad Stevens, on the Zoom connection with us this morning. Brad's going to take care of our Atlanta Hawks segment this morning. The Hawks, uh, Brad, continue to hang out right around the 500 mark all this season. Uh, Currently in that number 10 spot in the NBA's Eastern Conference. That would uh, make them the last team to get into that 7 through 10 play-in tournament.
7: That's right, Charles. And I'll be honest with you, this team this year, I was really excited about how things might go. Uh, Cause the nucleus from last year's uh, Eastern conference finals came back, but it just hasn't really worked out great this season. Um, you know, I didn't expect us to be under 500 right here uh, playing golden state tonight uh, at the, at state farm, but golden state's got everybody back. They're playing pretty well. So I'm going to chalk up tonight as a loss and put us further under 500. Um, just really concerned about the, the defense right now, you know, without John Collins, uh, you know, being, he's been out a good bit and, uh, you know, just, I don't. Know, there's just not a lot of energy out there right now, and uh, that that does concern me. I mean, we're going to get a play-in game. The distance between the 10 and the 11 spot is too great, I believe, for anybody right. to overcome the Hawks. But um, you know, they're going to have they got nine more games to go, and I don't think they're going to lose nine straight. Somebody's going to win nine straight, so they're going to come in in that 10 spot, which is not where they really want to be. Uh, you know, outside of Trey Young, you know, it's just been a been a tough year. Uh, for the Hawks, I, I believe. And I think a lot of people are shocked. It's like the Nets fans and the Lakers fans out there. They fully expected a really uh, special season and uh, they just didn't get it. Uh, I mean, you know, that's just the way the cookie crumbles in professional sports. People move people or around and, uh, you know, they uh, you know, get new guys in, they get new coaches, they get new strategies. And, you know, if you don't change and they do, this is how it might work out. And that's what's happened. And, you know, I think they just got to figure out a way to protect the rim a little bit better. And, uh, you'll get some people with some uh, more shots than Detroit Trey Young taking stuff from you know behind the timeline, which he's a great player, and we're okay with that, but it's just not working out this season.
0: Five games left uh, against playoff contending teams in this nine-game stretch. Four of those games are against teams out of the playoff race, more or less. Uh, you've got a five-game lead over the Knicks, as you uh, just talked about for that final playoff spot. A realistic chance, maybe, to move up to the eighth spot in the conference, but uh, I don't. You know, that's a possibility, but I don't know how likely that would be. Let me run through them real quick, and then we'll get your analysis on the damage they might do to going down the stretch and in the playoffs. They've got the eighth place in the our third in the West Warriors. You've got the thirteenth place team in the East, the Pacers. Uh, at the bottom of the West, you have got the Thunder left you've got the Rockets left you've got the Cavs who are sixth in the east the Nets eighth Raptors seventh so you got those mid-tier teams that are playoff teams and then you got the Wizards who are really out of the playoff race as well you talked about how you kind of felt the Hawks would do in that stretch but let's talk about the playoffs it looks like they're going to be that 10 seed talk about that play in tournament, what that's like and then Tell us a little bit about the damage you might see the Hawks doing in the playoffs.
7: Well, as we saw last year, Charles, and it could happen again this year, desperation is a mighty uh, uh, ally for the Hawks. And they turned it up when they had to last year. We we better hope that they do it again this year. Although we were in a better spot last year, uh, we weren't in the 10 spot uh, when the playoffs started. So this playing game is going to mean everything. You know, I don't know. Which team we're going to face off with? I don't know who's going to move up and down. Uh, you know, there's the Nets and the Raptors. They're all in there together, and these are teams that you know struggle with a little bit uh, over time. You know, but the Nets have moved people around. Uh, you know, they got rid of James Harden, so the, you know that kind of changed the structure of their team and the Raptors. You never—they're kind of hot and cold. You never know what they might do on a given night. Uh, you know, but you know, we've got to rely on Trey Young uh, to lead this team. He's the alpha. He's the first alpha we've had on this team since Joe Johnson, if you wanted to call Joe an alpha, uh, you know, we, we got a superstar. And so we need to rally around him. I wish that John Collins could be out there and be healthy. Uh, but, you know, we got to rely on Clint Capella and some of these other guys on Conglue to get in there and protect the rim. I mean, that's the, that's been the issue of the Hawks all year long. People are scoring on them at will. And, you know, Trey just can't score enough to overcome that. Uh, the Brad? Point, it, Brad? Over the
0: let me interrupt you here, just for our listeners that may not be familiar with the playoff format right now. Even if the Hawks were able to move up a couple of spots, they're still going to be in that play-in situation, and that's that's just one game to keep going, right?
7: That's right. Yeah, and you're not you're they're not going to get out of that seven to ten window. They're not going to get to that sixth spot. There's it's not possible. So right, uh, yeah. So they're going to be in that play-in game, and uh, you know, so you know, they're going to have to step up now. Uh, Your point differential is on the plus side but it's not even a point it's 0.6 is our differential which means on average we score a little bit more than half a point more than our, our opponents do which would yield a 500 record or worse and that's what we've got so got to shut some people down because everybody can score in the nba including the, Haw- the hawks but you got to stop people you got to stop them and, and you got to get rebounds uh and that's just where we've been lacking a little bit and uh You know, that play-in game, it's like the Final Four. It's like March Madness. You you know, you lose this when you're you're going home, you're going fishing. So nobody wants that. If I I had my druthers, I wish that we would play the Raptors. I feel like I had the best chance of beating them.
0: Well, Brad, final 30 seconds here before we have our first commercial break of this hour. We know the worst-case scenario is a loss in that play-in game. But what do you see as the best-case scenario for the Hawks in the playoffs this time?
7: We carry over and, uh, and we we win the game. We get in there. We play. You know, get, we got to get hot again. We got to get Trey Young to pull another New York. That's the only way that this is going to work out right now. Uh, just you know, he's going to have to score thirty five or forty a game and have that ice tray stuff going on again. That's how we got it last year, and everybody kind of rallied around that. Got to have a rallying point with this team, uh, and he's it every single time.
0: That's Brad Stevens, member of our Bartow Sports Zone team with our Hawks update for the final nine games of the season. We'll take a break and we'll be back with more of Bartow Sports Zone.
7: This is Ivy Jordan at Latitude Blue, and we're here to help open or maintain your pool. Need weekly or biweekly
0: cleaning and maintenance? Let's get you scheduled. Call 678-757-7150 or visit our store under the bridge at 1 West Church Street in Cartersville. Latitude Blue, bringing families together one backyard at a time. (coughs) Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to Bartow Sports Zone. We want to thank Brad Stevens for that Hawks update. Matt Santini has joined us on the Zoom connection as well, and that's what we were talking about during the commercial break. Brad Stevens loves his Hawks, Matt.
4: Hey, good morning. As long as the Hawks are better than the New York Knicks, that's all I care about. There are very few teams that I dislike, professional teams that I dislike more than the New York Knicks more because of the bravado, the false bravado that their fans have. So uh, Hawks stuck it to them earlier this week, and they said above them in the playoffs, and we'll keep them out of the playoffs. That's all I'm worried about.
0: So the Knicks, where do the Yankees rank on that, and where do the Dallas Cowboys fit in that uh, schematic there, Matt? Uh
4: Yankees, you know, they were good for a period of time that you, to the point where you had to at least respect them a little bit. Uh, Cowboys, I've had to come to grips with a little bit. My, my daughter, who uh, – <laughs> who gets who gets married next saturday uh her fiance is a big cowboys fan, so I've had to soften my stance on the cowboys a little bit, but uh not much
0: yes and uh i've I've gone through these marriage things change your sports perspective sometimes matt. I've had to deal with Auburn. Uh, Chaz married into a family of Auburn graduates, so I've had to deal with the Auburn thing.
4: That wouldn't happen in a Brad Stevens household, I can assure you.
0: (laughs) Absolutely not, if he's still listening. (laughs) Matt Santini here with us this morning. I'm Charles Wilson-Jackson Hyde on the Zoom Connection. We heard from Brad Stevens. We have Mike Garcia and Alan Sanders back in the WBHF studios. Let's jump over to our St. Angelo's Bracket Challenge update. Last night, four-seed Arkansas takes down the overall number one seed, Gonzaga. Two-seed Villanova beats Michigan. Three-seed Texas Tech goes down uh, to number two-seed Duke. And the five-seed Houston knocks off another number one seed in Arizona. Uh, I don't know about the rest of you guys, but uh, my bracket is obliterated.
4: Go go ahead, Jackson.
3: Yeah, bye. My bracket is uh, it was gone last week. Uh, both the teams I had in the championship game went out in the second round, so uh, I've enjoyed watching it with no with no pressure.
4: Yeah, my bracket was trash too. And again, I think I mentioned it last week. I haven't watched a whole lot of I haven't watched any college basketball. Matter of fact, last night I watched I think the final eight minutes of the Arkansas Gonzaga game, and that was the most basketball I've watched all year. That was pretty compelling. Arkansas very physical and uh, out-athleted Gonzaga, which is getting hammered for for always being a number one seed and not advancing. I don't know much about college basketball. We talked about brackets. The one thing I said is you don't ever bet on Arizona. Arizona's, <laughs> Arizona's not getting any grief for getting knocked out last night. And, again, Arizona is another one of those teams that always underperforms in the, in the tournament.
0: Allen Sanders has a bracket that's hanging in there around the number six spot. Yeah. He's, got two,
4: he's got two brackets. I, yeah. I, I'm playing this under protest. You,
2: you, you can. It's not, nobody said you couldn't have multiple IDs. So, anyway, I just said uh, I was watching my point potential going into yesterday. I said, look, if all goes the way I expect, I should actually get up to number one. And then, yeah, no, it's not happening. <laughs> yeah, but
0: who is number one right now? Mike Garcia, who may have the smelliest bracket out there after a week uh, of, of what he talked about last week. Mike,
2: well, you know, uh, look, uh, he's, got the, the, he's got the hair dryer out trying to fix it. The, 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 <laughs> the,
8: you know, the, the the thing here is is I was gone because my national championship uh, champion was Kentucky. I didn't realize that 13 of my 16 Sweet 16 teams were going to be in there, and and Gonzaga losing last night kind of helped me out there. So. Uh, All of a sudden, uh, you know, uh, obviously I'm still uh, pulling for my alma mater, who I do have winning uh, tonight in the bracket, but uh, we'll see what happens. That's why it's called March Madness, I guess. Mike,
2: I can honestly say for the first time in my life knowing you, you're number one um yeah
0: <laughs> All
4: right, easy
0: there mike garcia leading right now with 95 points here's the catch though he only has 133 possible points left with only kansas left and he had kentucky as the winner justin evans a, a friend of the show up in gordon county is next at 93 and 141 possible he still has three teams left in the Uh, possible for the final four, but he had Tennessee as the overall winner. There's David's dandy bracket. That's in third with only Kansas left and had Gonzaga as the winner. But the one that's going to sneak in there quite possibly is Eileen Gilbert. Eileen is at 87 points right now and in fourth place, but she still has Duke Villanova and Kansas remaining in her bracket With Duke as the overall winner, so she actually is the only one that has a a, a really strong shot with those power teams still remaining. There is a Mitch 22 bracket also that only has Duke remaining, tied for fourth, but tough to gain any points based on that situation, so... Allen's has a bracket. There's six. Matt has a bracket that's in 17th out of 53. And I'm uh, at 24th out of 53. So I'm bringing up the rear.
4: Well, mine's going in the in the in a really bad direction. It will continue to do so. Hallen also has a bracket that I think is thirty seventh. So we just got to balance it out. <laughs> just pointing I, I, yeah, that out. I, yes. I, I mean, I could do ten brackets and and pick out a bunch of scenarios and have one of them be good.
0: <laughs> give him grief. Give him grief <laughs> tonight at Saint Peter's in Purdue, Providence and Kansas, North Carolina and UCLA and Iowa State taking on Miami will give Mike Garcia a chance again to talk about his hurricanes. Can they take down Iowa state tonight?
8: Yes, th- this is a composed group. They're playing with house money now. So is Iowa state. They're playing with house money too, but you got to remember Jim Laranega. If if he can take George Mason to a final four, I, I think uh, <laughs> I'm not saying Miami will get past Kansas, but uh, he can, he can, he's, he's made them very competitive this year. <laughs>
0: You know, that contest, Matt, you have a chance to kind of play with scenarios. You know, if you, I don't know if you've been able to do that on the bracket, uh, but it has a scenario generator and you can actually play with it. I, I tell you where my odds stand right now. I could still win the whole thing, but UCLA has to be the national champion. And I don't think that's happening.
4: Well, um, I don't. I haven't run through the scenarios, but I feel fairly confident there's not a single scenario that would have me uh, doing anything. Uh, you know, can we break a little ground here on Bartos Sports? I know we got only a couple minutes for the next sure. break. Mike Garcia, while he bragged on his, you know, his Hurricanes a little bit, his Florida Panthers, he's chomping at the bit over them. They got another win last night, 4-3. I don't know if we've ever talked NHL here on Bartos SportsZone.
0: Not very much. Well, Mike, uh tell us about the Panthers.
8: Yep, I'm I'm extremely excited. Uh a long suffering uh fan. They they are solid. Just uh the goaltending is is my the only concern. They just got to outscore everybody like the the Gretzky Oilers of the 80s did. So
0: well, we'll keep an eye on that, and uh, maybe we'll get to some of that, and have you on the podcast a little bit later on. There we go uh, with Barto Sports. And we might talk a little hockey on the podcast. How would that work? Sounds good. Very good. Coming up on our next break of the morning, we'll uh, cue up Alan here. Alan, you got You get to defend your bracket.
2: Well, I mean, there's, I don't know what there is to defend. I've got my national champ already out. I've got the two that were going head-to-head out, so there's not a whole lot left except hope that everybody else screws up too.
4: Well, you know, Alan, Susan's bracket, even though she's down towards the bottom, she has UCLA and Villanova in the finals and Villanova winning it. If it runs that way, I don't know if she'll get to the top, but even though she's down Sounds towards the like bottom it. now... She, she from a potential points perspective she could end up among the top 3 or 4 that yeah, is there true. you go and then i can uh, ride her coattails
0: <laughs> there you go yeah show her the scenario generator and maybe she can figure out how who to pull for in each of those remaining games we'll take a break here on Bartow sports on and when we come back we'll give you a quick spring sports update on bsz
5: You already know at Johnny's Pizza we offer $1 cheese slices on Monday, and Tuesdays we host Team Trivia at 7.30. But I also wanted to take a moment to let you know about our extensive lunch menu that we offer Monday through Saturday from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. We offer nine different lunch options, each with a free drink. They're made fresh to order, and we'll make sure that we get you out of here in plenty of time to get back to your day. Stop by Johnny's Pizza for lunch, 244 North Dixie Avenue.
0: If you're like most people, your home or business structure is your biggest investment, and your roof is its first defense. When storms are just the natural wear and tear of time create issues for your roof or gutters, call on the licensed and insured pros at All Star Roofing. With free same-day inspections and estimates, contact All Star Roofing at 678-245-9658 or call 770-655-0911 or find us online at allstarroofs.com. Good morning. Welcome back to Bartow Sports Zone. Uh, We don't want to shortcut this too much, but let's quickly run through our high school spring sports update with soccer and baseball. On the girls' side, you've got the Adairsville girls at 8-3-1, 4-3 in their region. They did lose last night at region leader LFO. Next Tuesday, they've got a home match against Cahulla Creek that could actually secure a state playoff berth for the Lady Tigers. The Cass girls are 3-9-2. and two. They're still winless in the region. Uh, they played uh, Ringgold to a scoreless tie earlier this week. They're at Woodland tonight, and I'm not sure about the tiebreaker, but a win would likely force a three-way tie for that final playoff spot in Region 7-5A among the girls. Woodland, of course, can secure a playoff berth by beating Cass tonight. They're at 5-6-2 and two on the year, 1-3 and three in the region. And the Cartersville girls are at 5-8-1. and one. They're 3-1. and one. They're going to be in the playoffs. They're hosting Calhoun tonight in a battle for a home state playoff berth. On the girls' side, of course, Blessed Trinity is the top-ranked girls' team in Class 5A. On the boys' side, the Daresville Boys, they're four and nine on the year, one and five in the region. They have uh, that Cahulla Creek match next week. No playoffs this year for the Tigers soccer team as they'll play out the region schedule. The Cass Boys are at 9-5-1. They're two-and-two two in the region. They won four to two at Ringo Tuesday night. They've got Woodland tonight on the road where they would lock up what I believe is a three-seed in the state playoffs. The Woodland boys are still playing for an opportunity to make the state playoffs. They could actually supplant Cass tonight for a playoff berth with a win, uh, but a loss would eliminate the Wildcats based on my math and looking at it. They're at 5-5-3 five, five, and three on the year, 1-3 and three in the region. And then the Cartersville boys are at 2-2 two and two in the region, 7-7-1 seven, seven overall. They lost 2-1 to one earlier this week to Bremen. They've got Calhoun tonight with playoff seating on the line for the Purple Hurricanes. On the baseball side, you've got the Adairsville Tigers, who are 8-4 and four on the year, still unbeaten at 3-0 and in region play after their win over Murray County last night. They've got Murray County again tonight. Next week, a home-and-home home with LFO and Cahulla Creek. They'll play on the road on Friday. Cass is at 4-12, and 3-1. They swept Hiram last week. That's the last place team in the region. They lost to the Blessed Trinity on Tuesday night, and they've got a doubleheader over in Roswell tonight. Woodland and Cartersville, they go head-to-head tonight here on WBHF. Woodland at 7-9 in the year, still looking for their first region win. Cartersville at 9-3. They're 2-0 and in the region. That doubleheader starts today at 5 o'clock uh, with the Purple Hurricanes and the Wildcats. Of course, Cartersville currently ranked number three in Class 5A, by the Georgia Dugout Club, and they've got a big series coming up next week as well with Blessed Trinity, who we talked about earlier. They threw seven different college-committed pitchers uh, that are going to be pitching at the next level against Woodland last week. That's an impressive group of pitchers for the Titans. We want to jump in now and talk uh, briefly about the Atlanta Falcons, Uh, They trade away Matt Ryan earlier uh, in the week, uh, quickly picked up Marcus Mariota uh, and giving up Matt Ryan, the number eight all-time passer in the NFL and third overall pick in 2008. He leaves for a third-round draft pick this year or the 82nd overall pick in April uh, in the NFL draft. And, Matt, you and I were talking during the commercial break and the news break, they didn't get a whole lot back for Matt Ryan.
4: No, they certainly didn't. Before I comment on that, though, I don't know how good a week you're having, but you're not having as good a week as Tyler Driggers of the Adairsville Tigers. Seven RBIs on Tuesday, and then the game-winning hit in the bottom of the seventh yesterday. So good job, young man. Keep going and go Tigers. And a
0: great point there.
4: Um, yeah, I, again, I have no issue with uh, of trading Matt Ryan. Um I'm very disappointed in the organization for looking at Deshaun Watson, but what I'm disappointed in is a third round pick. I mean, I, I, there, it makes no sense from a value perspective. Uh, if, if you're going to start rebuilding and you want to retool, thing that's fine. Uh, you save money on the cap hit; still going to be 40 million dollars against the Falcons' cap to not have him on the roster this year. But a third round pick for a quarterback like Matt Ryan is just simply uh, it's 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 head scratching.
0: The Falcons, 7-9, 7-9, 4-12, and 7-10 and, nine, four and, 12, and, seven and 10 over the last four seasons. We've got about a minute here, Jackson. Is the signing of Mariota a sub-500 quarterback who has one playoff win in seven seasons? Is that just a
3: stopgap measure? Absolutely. Uh, I think it is. I don't see a quarterback that I would waste a premium pick on this year in the draft. I think there'll be a few next year, and I think you're going to have a really high draft pick and a really good opportunity to draft a uh, maybe a franchise quarterback in the 2023 draft.
0: Alan, I know you're a big Falcons fan, probably the biggest of the group on this show. How do you see all this playing out?
2: well'm I'm, I'm much like what Matt said I'm disappointed that what they traded for the I mean the only the only positive if there's anything is you 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 make room underneath the salary cap but it is going to be just another stopgap year and we'll see what they can do maybe in 2023 but it's not like the Falcons have a storied history and great draft picks
0: it's funny how we uh decide now that it is a true rebuild it was already going to probably be a building process even if Ryan sticks around but when you give up your Star quarterback, uh, you've probably signaled to everybody out there that it's time for the rebuild. We'll take another timeout here on Bartow Sports on. When we come back, we'll talk a little baseball and the Braves GM.
4: You've known Styles Auto Care as your collision repair specialist in Cartersville and Bartow County since 1965. But did you know they're also your headquarters for all kinds of audio, security, and specialty accessories? With audio brands like Kenwood, JL Audio, Pioneer, Alpine, and more, they can make that upgrade you desire happen. Need a hitch, bed liner, toolbox, step bar, or roof rack? Styles Auto Care is your place. They have weather tech products too. Styles Auto Care on West Avenue, where they can do everything for your vehicle except sell it.
0: Good morning, friends. Welcome back to Barto Sports Zone as we head down the home stretch of another program here on WBHF. Guys, uh, I can't lay claim to any of this, but I will tell you that I found this from a, a tweet out there in Twitter World. Um, and it basically goes like this You could argue that the Braves right now have the two best closers in baseball the best first baseman in baseball. I know that's going to raise some eyebrows. The best second baseman in baseball, three of the top five starters in baseball, the best overall individual player in baseball and the best manager in baseball. So forget just baseball is Alex Anthopoulos. Maybe the best GM in all of sports. Jump in here, Matt
4: was that, tweet from Alex Anthopoulos? no okay because it sounds like i mean again seems like there's a lot of elevating of people's status when you say two of the top closers in baseball who are you talking about because kenley jansen i'm I'm glad the braves got him and i hope he has a great season however this was a guy two years ago that didn't even close for them in the world series games because urias they basically took a starter and made him the closer. He wasn't on the mound when they won their 60-game World Series. Uh, last year, you saw what the Braves did to him in the playoffs. So to label him as one of the best closers in baseball, I question that. I think some of those other positions may have been elevated a little bit as well. But if you go over the last 12 months, what Anthopolis was able to do and as far as pushing buttons, uh, he's had a good 12-month run if you start that prior to the not signing of Freddie Freeman.
0: Yeah, and a lot of folks are disappointed in that move, but let's bring Mike Garcia in here. Mike, let's bring you in here real quick. I know you're having to swap out there with Alan. I can see you on the Zoom connection there. The Braves do arguably have one of the best second basemen in all of baseball, maybe the best overall player in a center fielder, and they are in good shape as far as that starting rotation is concerned.
8: Yeah, I mean, <laughs> look when when your biggest question marks as far as the rotation is trying to figure out, well, who's your four and fifth starter? You're, you're in a pretty good, uh, pretty good shape. Um, now I wish you would have reversed the the uh, uh, the way you you said the best this, the best that, because as soon as he said best closers. I just – my brain just shut off. I said, well, <laughs> there's a guy in Milwaukee named Hader who's he's pretty darn good, and there's a, sure. a guy in Chicago named Hendricks who's darn good. But, no, you, you know, honestly, for, for the most part, what, what I argue against anyone saying that this year's Braves are better than last year's Braves, obviously we're still in spring training, but I wouldn't think that argument is all that crazy. I mean, the, the, it's still a, a solid team – in my opinion, and and I said it a couple days ago in three and out, I guaranteed uh, like uh, like Joe Namath. I won't say World Series champions, but they uh, they should be back in the playoffs this year. They they really should. Uh, so they 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 are still a solid bunch. And now I'm going to get back to my normal seat. So.
0: <laughs> I understand Jackson, uh, the trade with or the loss of Freddie Freeman but you pick up a first baseman that can probably step back in there and give you just as much production.
3: Yeah, you went younger. um, Not necessarily less money spent in the overall deal, but you you got a a younger kid that's going to be serviceable. Uh, Freddie Freeman's defense, I think, puts him in a different category when you talk about overall first baseman. I think he's definitely the best overall first baseman in the league when you factor in his defensive ability. Uh, I haven't seen Matt Olson that much, knowing that he's on the West Coast and played a lot of his games at ten o'clock when I was hitting the bed. So uh, it's going to be fun to watch. It's, I think it's going to be a great team uh, nationally. They're not as as high on the Braves. Uh, they're they're down around the sixth or seventh pick to win the World Series nationally. But uh, it, I see them there. Uh, I know the American League stout. You know everybody's got the DH this year, which has changed things up a little bit. But uh, I'm excited about watching and seeing how good they will do.
0: Yeah, when the hyperbole of of saying that he's the maybe the best GM of all time, I, I went back and did a little digging to pull some GMs. You've got guys like Lefty Gomez who won 14 American League pennants and 10 World Series. You've got uh, Red Rback and Jerry West out of the NBA with the RBAC and the Celtics and and 30 playoff appearances west with the Showtime Lakers. Uh, you, you've got all kinds of uh, – Bill Belichick in the NFL. Uh, uh, you know, there's a lot of really powerful GMs out there, Mike.
8: Well, you know, the, the at the beginning when you started rattling off these GMs, None of those had to deal with free agency, <laughs> so so sure. I mean, w- once you compile talent, they were going to sit there for a decade, so that was going to be pretty easy. So that's a great point. So you know, n- nowadays, uh, I, again, I'm, <laughs> I think even if you ask ask Anthopoulos last year whether he realized that all of those moves, those outfielders stop gaps that he put out there were going to work out, he would have thought you were crazy. I think he was just shooting fish in a barrel, ended up shooting all the fish. So. Uh, you know, it, uh, it's time. Time will tell. Time will tell. Well, I just need a bigger sample size.
4: I, I think you Man, can make I know, you I can know make my, the argument that he had a, that he had one of the greatest seasons for a for a good point. General manager, I would tell you that overall that he's the greatest general manager that's been a part of the Braves. I would take John Sherholtz. Right, uh, and the, the just over longevity.
0: Yeah, just over longevity. Yeah. Would you at least, though, and, and we'll, I'll give him this tip of the cap. Given all those examples and the folks we've talked about, and there's many others, I mean, Billy Beans out there, you've got uh, Peoli that was with the Bills and took them to back-to-back Super Bowls and put that team together out of nothing uh, back in the day. Uh, Mickey Loomis with the New Orleans Saints, and, of course, uh, even Ken Holland with the Detroit Red Wings back in the day. I mean, th- those were some GMs that made really – powerful rosters put those together is it okay to put antopolis maybe on the a list of gms of all time
4: for the 12 months yes i'm trying to rem- <laughs> i'm drawing a mind blank for the um the theo epstein that that yes one in both boston and chicago i mean i think you gotta throw him on the list as well but Let's have this conversation at the end of this season, and we'll see how it goes. By the way, we'll have Braves baseball on Saturday. Excuse me, on Saturday, we're going to be testing out the equipment here, so you can listen for a comedy of errors, perhaps.
0: Very good. And high school baseball tonight, Woodland and Carter'sville. That'll wrap it up for Bartow Sports Zone. We'll see you next time. You can catch us on the podcast.